Hey guys, before we get to the podcast, I want to ask two things from you. Number one, could you go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com and put in your email? It would help us stay in touch with you without big tech. Number two, there's a support tab at the top. If you feel led and you've been blessed by this podcast and the show, please consider giving and helping us out and fund the movement because we are self-funding this. Today, I got my good friend, J.D. Davis. He explains why he left the Democratic Party. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. What is up, everybody? It is your host, Jordan Sarmo. And today I have one of my best friends. Um, and I live, a lot, a lot of people, some people know I lived in Los Angeles for eight years. I've worked in the music industry for most of my life. And uh, JD Davis, James Davis, um, he is one of my really good friends and he works in the industry as well. And we've worked a lot together when yeah. it comes to. When it comes to music and music videos, he's one of the best videographers and photographers that I know, and we've done a lot of work together. And uh, yeah, and so JD, welcome, bro. I'm glad you could come on the podcast. Man, thanks for having me. It's an honor for sure. No, I'm I'm so pumped that we could get you on because I know you are busy. So yes, real sir. quick, <laughs> let's get tell me your story, man. Because you know some people might have already seen your video. If, if First yeah. of all, if you guys have not checked out, after you're listening to this podcast, head to my IGTV and um, on my Instagram and scroll down and you're going to see a video that says uh, why J.D. Davis left the Democratic Party. Because uh, mm-hmm. J.D. has been a lifelong Democrat his entire life and l- this past year he had a big switch and we're going to get into that. But real quick, J.D., tell me your story what you do, what you work in the industry, and uh, we'll get yeah. into it. So, yeah, so as Jordan said, we work together a lot in uh, the music video space and, like, entertainment. Uh, so I'm a music video director and photographer, editor, living out here in uh, Orange County, but used to live out in L.A. Uh, been out here, like, nine years. Crazy to think. It's already been nine wow. years. Um, but out here, like like I said, I do music videos, uh, big major labels, up-and-coming artists, photography, all different types of stuff, like fashion, editorial stuff. Um, but yeah, when, JD like, say, when JD says he does music videos for artists, I mean, we're talking Usher, <laughs> we're talking Chris Brown, we're not talking like yeah. some, we're, we're talking the big dogs. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely been a blessing, you know, just being able to work and do things like that. But uh, just like Jordan said, I had like a major crazy switch last year, and I kind of just woke up to everything that that's been going on in the world. Like 2020 was a wild one, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I got awakened. You know. All right, so let's let's get into that. So 2016, I mean 2016. <laughs> who did you vote for? 2016, I proudly voted for Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> proudly, <laughs> proudly voted. We got JD in the house. <laughs> Bruh. He voted for Hillary Clinton, and now he yep. is on the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. In 2020, <laughs> who did you vote? In, in 2020, who did you vote for? Who did you vote Man, for? I call him my uncle, the Don, <laughs> the Don- Uncle Donald Trump, bro. That's my homie. 
I call him uncle. I'm like, yo, every time I see him on, on social media, like someone posts a picture or something talking about him, I'm like, damn, I miss Uncle Don, man. Don't you miss him, like, bro? Like, don't. He, it's crazy because I, I also voted for Obama the previous election. So that's like a whole thing, too. But when Donald Trump ran, I was like, yo, there's no way this man can become the president. There's no way. And then I took the lies and, and the fear tactics of the media. And I literally was like, OK, this man is crazy. Why, why is he the president? And now I'm like, yo, I miss him. <laughs> yeah. Well, in 2016, I remember you telling me a story that when Donald Trump, when the, oh, when yeah. the media, when the media was like, Donald Trump is the nominated, Bruh. the, you know, the, he is the officially the president elect. Tell me the story. What did you do? Literally. When, this is 2016. You voted for 2016. Hillary. I'm, I'm up. I'm waiting for the, the, the polls to come in and they announced that he won. And I was like, there's no way. I freaking go to my computer and I play the Purge soundtrack all night. So I'm like, bro, we are screwed. We are you, screwed. Yeah. So you, Insane. I mean, in your mind, you literally thought, oh my gosh, us black people, oh, the black screwed. community, we're screwed. We have a racist in the White House. Yep. Like, I mean, what did you think? Like, in what ways did you think that you were screwed? In what way? I mean, well, in my head, I didn't realize that, oh, Everyone that has come before is, is a career politician. And in my head, him not being a politician was his biggest downfall. But it's actually the, his biggest selling point is that he's yes. not a career politician. He's not intertwined in all this, this crap that they're all in. Um, but I, I thought that was the biggest thing. I was like, what's the first thing he's going to do? He doesn't know policies. He doesn't know the government. And like the first thing, like I think it was the first bill or first treaty he signed was to go after sex trafficking. And I'm like, why are you trying to go after sex trafficking? That, that's not even a thing. What are you talking about? Wow. See, he's already, and then like, now I know, like this man was really out here trying to save. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah. And, that, and, and that's where, and, and most people like, I, I say this all the time and I think, oh, you were on my Instagram live, I believe when uh, Samita even said this, she was like, most people on the left, they're not bad people. They're just yeah. misinformed. And yep. they've been duped and to believe in propaganda from the mainstream media. Exactly. And, and that's I the mean, thing. It's like, it's like, like I told you on the podcast, it was like by the time that he was the, the candidate for the Republican Party, it was already engraved in my head that this man was racist. It was already engraved that, that he was a bad person. Yeah. Um, and I, I took the bait and I just took what they told me and just that was my reasoning. Oh, it's because they said it on the news. <laughs> and, and they is the media. Exactly. The media, politicians. I mean, that, this, is, this is why we have so many people in the United States that they are just – they literally believe that if you are wearing a MAGA hat, you're a racist. Or yep. they, they literally believe that black people and people of color are oppressed and they cannot be who – like you are, you are literally the proof – that exactly. you can co come from any neighborhood, yep. you can come from any demographic, any skin color. We yep. are literal proof right now. You have a Spanish Literally. dude and a black dude talking right yep. now, having a yep. conversation about how you can be whatever the heck you want in this exactly. country as long exactly. as you have work ethic. Exactly. And that's the biggest thing. It's like – so like when I came out as like a pro-Trump person <laughs> or even <laughs> I would just throw like little Easter eggs or – like just things that was, that would just go against 
my previous thinking. Like, people literally call me Uncle Tom. And I'm like, why am I Uncle Tom? Because I don't think the way you think. Right. It's like, they're like, oh, like, you a, a, a house N-word. I'm like, yo, like, wh- why am I that? Because yeah. I have a different view of life. I see things differently. I'm like, I was once on, I was once on this side. And there was no problem with it then. But now that I've elevated and done research and yeah. now I want to be on this, now I'm all these other things. And I hate le- that. The left, the left is our, their king of labels. Like yeah. Uncle Tom, white supremacist, Nazi. Yeah. The, the big one right now is conspiracy theorists. If you believe yeah. – if you just <laughs> dare to believe that the election was stolen, even though for the last yep. four years, every Democrat – on planet we're Earth, that he stole it. We're, exactly. we're literally saying in 2016, yeah. Stacey, uh, and then you have Stacey Abrams in Atlanta, the governor of Georgia, who still mm-hmm. today has not conceded because she says wow. the election was stolen. Kamala Harris in 2019 and 2018, That's Hillary true. in 2019, they all said that our our elections are at jeopardy. We are, yeah. we could be hacked by a foreign identi- uh, foreign yeah. entity. And now that the ta- and now that we're in a place where states are actually saying, "Hey, we want to audit Arizona, we want to audit Georgia," they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is oh, racist." Yeah, that it- yeah. <laughs> conspiracy I, theories. I always, I always tell people that I'm like, "Yo, like literally, Trump's whole term was him basically fighting to show, like, yo, I won this for real." They yes. spent the whole time trying to delegitimize show his, his. Yeah, he legitimized it, and I'm like, bro, like. Okay, the whole four years, and he won every single case that was brought against him, like, every time. And I tell people, like, listen, why do they keep trying to go after him so hard? Like, you've never seen that in any presidential uh, run where the whole term, they're just trying to show that his term was not valid. The whole Both sides. And it's both sides. I mean, and this this is why, I mean, and this to me was like the the proof of this is our guy. Because when you have career i mean you think about it the left has been pin have been protesting the government for a decade and then the moment a guy comes on the the elite the the corporations hate him big tech hates him the billionaires hate him the career politicians on the left and the right hate him you mm-hmm. would think in your mind, wait, maybe this is a guy. There's a reason exactly. why all the people that we've been protesting yep. for the last four, five, six years hate yep. this guy. Maybe hate he's on guy. our side. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's why I always like I always try to break it down as simply as I can to people. I'm like, before Trump even mentioned anything about running for president, did you have a problem with him? I mean, I always thought he was. You know, a womanizer. I'm like, no. Did you have a Please. problem with Donald Trump right. before he before he was in this position? And long and behold, the answer is always no. The media yeah. loved him. Every artist loved him. He was in Snoop everyone's Dogg music loved videos. Him. I'm like, this is insane. Just to see the complete opposite. Now everyone hates him, but for what reason? <laughs> and uh, it it is so true. So okay, so 2016, you vote for Hillary. 2020, you vote for Trump. So there was something that happened in these four years. We talk yeah. a little bit. We talk a little bit about it um, in the interview that we did on my Instagram, which everyone should check out. But yeah. t- let's talk about what were some of these. I mean, I, I'm sure it didn't all happen at one moment. There was probably yeah. like a, a bunch of different little things that like For started sure. to to bring you, like make you more aware of what's going on. Yeah. Let's talk about what were a couple of those things for you. So a few things were like obviously with everything that happened last year, I had so much more time on my hand. 
And uh, I had a neighbor who sent me some links, sent me some information. It's like, listen, you seem like a smart guy. Just do your research, watch this video, read this article. And I did not want to do it. Um, but long behold, I started, okay, I'll watch this. Now, how, like, long, okay, how, is, long did it, how long did it take you to watch it and read it? It took me about two weeks. Two weeks. About two okay. weeks to really sit and like, okay, I'll do it, whatever. I have nothing else better to do. Um, I can't remember the first piece of content that I watched, but uh, I eventually got to a part where, or uh, a video of Charlottesville and showing how Trump was saying that's good people on both sides. And that was always engraved in my head as the most racist thing that I've ever heard him say. Yeah. Quote unquote. And right. the homie sent me the full clip and I heard what he said right after and he denounced white supremacy. He said, I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis. And I had never heard that. And I was like, if they can lie about this, what else are they lying about? So the homie kept sending me all these, all this stuff. Like I found out last year in 2020 that the Democratic Party back in the day was pro-slavery and pro-KKK. I, I bet you if, you if you line up 10 to 15 black people and ask them who founded the KKK or who was pro-slavery, I bet you they'll say Republicans. I thought this my whole time. Yeah. Like, like when I moved out to Orange County, bro, and I found out that it was conservative and it was mostly Republican, uh, I was like, wait, but all these, like, I was always raised that Republicans are evil and they hate black people. <laughs> and they were all racist. But, like, meeting you and, like, meeting the guys, like, Michael and all them, and I'm like, yo, like, these are some of the nicest people I ever met. Yep. But, like, they're all, like, Republican? No. Yep. Like, so, like, that, like, just... Having all these thoughts, like all the culmination, it was culture of all those shock. You, you you were having a yeah. bit of culture shock that you were experiencing realities that basically, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, I mean, it basically contradicted everything that you've been told your entire life. Everything, everything. Yep. Which like, then brought you, everything. Which then brought this brought you to a place where it's like, okay, wait, well, if. If not all Republicans are racist or not Republicans mm -hmm. don't hate black people, then maybe there's a lot more on the other side that there's actually some truth to that kind of. Exactly. Okay. So let's talk about Charlottesville because I know that this was one of the big defining moments for you. So what yeah. was it about the Charlottesville? Like this, this, yeah, you said in, in a, on the Instagram interview, you said that Charlottesville mm -hmm. was one of the biggest um, eye-opening things for you that like, yeah. oh my God. What, yeah. what happened and what was it, how did that happen? So, so obviously like I'm a, I'm an editor. I, I cut videos together. I work for people and they say, Hey, like take this little piece out. So it sounds more fluid or do this and that. So I'm, I'm used to seeing and hearing when something's edited, but uh, my mind was already made up that that was a racist moment. And I was blind by, Oh, it cut immediately right after he says that. And every news clip's, showed that and it it cut so hard so then when i watched it and i was like okay let's watch it with open eyes open heart open ears and just accept the information so when i saw that i literally was shocked because i had never i had never seen it i'm like i've seen this clip on the news all the time and i'm like why why are they cutting that out like what is the purpose of cutting like that's a very key point that makes everything that he just said sound great and good. Yeah. But he wanted, they want, the media want him to look a certain way. And then that was just like a crazy moment. Then also, uh, we talked about it a little bit in the interview, 
um, when we were watching him on television. Uh, I think it was, I don't can't remember what he was talking about, but seeing how they edited his clips after uh, he was done speaking, and you can see the clear edit points, but it made it sound like he was saying the most ridiculous stuff. But I had watched the whole video, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah they're 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 lying on this man. <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, ba I mean, people don't realize. I mean, if the media had to correct themselves on every single edit, because I mean, the Charlottesville was a damning thing for Trump. I mean, yeah. so many people took that pill and took that. Oh my gosh! Look, he's you know the yep. same thing with oh you know the Mexicans are racist. Like he never yeah. said that. He was literally talking yep. about the MS thirteen. Yeah, MS thirteen. And they are rapists. Yep. <laughs> like yep. that is what they do. Yep. Um, but the media is. I mean, they have just like they. You in your head, you thought that Republicans are racist, or Republicans hated yep. black people, or Repu Republicans started the KKK. When the yep. media has created this with a partnership of the Democratic Party to yep. literally gaslight and brainwash an entire demographic, all yeah. for one thing, and it's your it's for vote, um, for, for, for power, for power, and, and for the vote. And so it's it is a very I mean it's a scary thing when it first happens because it's like oh my gosh what the heck how, what else have I been yeah. lied to about. Exactly. Um, so, okay, so, I mean, so the, what was the moment then? Because, so you have the Charlottesville moment. You start seeing a yeah. lot of these speeches are being edited. People are yeah. starting to give you information. When was the, like, I'm voting for Trump? Because, like, you're, you're waking yeah. up. When was that moment? What was that defining moment? A really big moment for me, <clears throat> excuse me, a really big moment for me um, was seeing my spiritual father talk about it. So he was going on Instagram or uh, Facebook Live doing his sermons because church was closed right. and he's a prophet. So he's very outspoken. He, if he feels led to say something that God's telling him, he'll say it. And he literally like most of his demographic or his audience, at least back when churches were open back then, uh, clearly were Democrat. Like even the church was like in a very, I would say democratic area. Um, so is it most, I mean, is it, is it a more predominantly black church? It's predominantly black. It, like, it's, it's a good mixture of people, but it's, a, it's predominantly black. Okay. And um, is he black? And, and he, he's actually African, which makes it is even that, crazier. Oh. Wow. So he's literally sitting there, and then he's like, what I'm about to say, you may hate me, but if you hate me, I feel bad for you. He was like, if you think even once about voting for Bernie Sanders or, or Joe Biden, you don't know God's plan for this country. And he was like... Wow. The man in office right now isn't perfect, but God is using him. And I was wow. like, that moment right there, because I had never heard him speak like this. That right there, because I thought when he gives me direction, I take it and I run, because like he he speaks so much wisdom. So that was a big moment to hear him say that, and I've never heard him speak on this topic ever. I was like, all right, I know what I yep. got to do. I know well, what's up. What's powerful is like you know, if you would not have had. Because, I mean, I, I think it all happens, like, I really believe in the timing of the Lord. I really do. And, like, the yeah. Lord was, like, he knew that he, like, imagine if you didn't have all of those moments with, you know, being exposed to the Charlottesville and the media yeah. and the, the, the history of the Democratic Party. And if you didn't have all of those things and all of those foundational pieces and been informed and kind of woke up to that already, yeah. and that just dropped out of nowhere, it could have been, like, you, who knows how you would have reacted. Yeah. But because, like, there was just seeds being planted, and that's why it's so important 
for every single person. When you're having conversations with people, your job should not be to just like try to convince and change them right away mm-hmm. because it, it, it doesn't work that way. I've, I've talked to JD for, for the last four years about, yeah, Donald, years. about Trump and why, years. I, why, why I'm all about you know, the MAGA movement. And at first he thought I was crazy. And then over yep. a couple of years of time of, <laughs> bro, you thought I was Dude. crazy. Yep. I was like, I don't get this guy. I'm like, hey, <laughs> stick to keys, stick to keys. Uh, stick to keys. <laughs> stick to the piano, bro. Stick to Man. music. That is so I mean, You were right, though. Yeah. But it, I mean, again, you have to, you have to have those, those, um, those, those building blocks of, of, sh- yeah. of, of the lies being shattered so that when that when that moment of truth comes, if you vote for Joe Biden or you vote for yeah. Bernie Sanders, you are not voting for the plan of God. Like exactly. and you were able to receive that because you had already taken the steps. And, exactly. and really, I, I, it's God's plan, man. It's it, it, it was really just, it was plan. just it really is. And like to hear it from him, I think that was just like so significant. So I, I, God knows how I value him in my life. So come hearing it from his mouth was, that was, that's all I needed. You know, that was a confirmation. Was, that was a confirmation. He was like, they're all about promoting globalization. They're, they're talking about no uh, student debt. He's like, how, like, h- how are you going to not pay for school? He was like, they're lying to you. He looks at, he looks at right into the camera and said, they're lying to you. And then you see that they can't literally, that whole... <laughs> dude, they've like, done, they, they just did like a, they're promoting right now like a six or seven trillion dollar bill. Where's the student debt? It ain't going to get right? addressed. Like, I'm like, oh, bro. Bro, they're so, professional like, liars. Yep, yep. But even like the whole thing that just happened with Kamala about how she's going to the border. <laughs> I was dying, bro. I mean, and I've never been to Europe. <laughs> and I've never, like, it's, see, like, it's, it is amazing. Could you, could you imagine... If Joe Biden and Kamala Harris got, could were questioned the way that Trump was questioned oh by the media, God. they would just fall to their knees. Yeah. They would they would not yeah. be able to handle. She gets yeah. two semi tough interviews, and the and we're talking what tough she falls is. Apart. Why haven't you gone to the border? That's all they yeah. asked. They didn't yeah. go into like, hey. A couple of years ago, you were saying that Trump's a racist mm-hmm. for having kids in cages, and you got kid, you got kids in cages yeah. over five hundred percent capacity, and they're wrapped up in tinfoil. Like, imagine if the media questioned Joe Biden yeah. and Kamala the way they would, they would lose it, would it. Fall apart. Yeah, they would fall they would apart. Literally fall apart. And then you have the media just covering up everything. Everything. I feel like the I feel like I feel like the whole Fauci email thing came and went. Bro, it's and so it's like the biggest story. That. It's the it's biggest the story. Biggest thing, and I'm like, oh, it came and went. They're talking about the man's book. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is insane. But that's the thing. Like, like I was telling you earlier before we started, it's like now I see all this stuff through a different lens. Exactly. It's like before I would just take, I would take all of that and be like, yeah, like they're right. But I see everything so differently now. Yeah. So different. I'm like, why aren't they talking about this? Why aren't they talking about the the reporter that apparently committed suicide? Right like, like in why, Texas. Why isn't this stuff not on? Yeah, like why is this stuff not on on air? Yeah, like so I I see it all differently now. <laughs> so okay, so so with, that's that's a great segue because I want to ask you this. So since you're woke, you're waking up, you're 
you you know you see what the lies are with the media, the left. Living, you're living in California, which is, I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, I used to live in California, and I moved because I couldn't take it anymore. Um, yeah. What What's it like living in LA? You work in Hollywood. Um, now being a Trump supporter, or I mean, do you see things differently the same way? The lockdowns, yeah. the mask. I mean, wh- how has that been different for you? It's really funny. So, like I said, I see it all very differently. Um, so I live in Orange County, which is, like I said, pretty conservative. Um, and they're laxed with the whole mask stuff and social distancing. It's kind of chill out here, but you go to LA, oh man, it's no like, level. it's down the street and it's like, you, it feels like a completely different place. It's right. like mask everywhere. I'm walking down the street. I'm like, oh, it's a nice day. I want some air. I'm not, I'm not wearing a mask. I see people sprinting, like working out in mask outside. And I'm like, it's so wild to me. It's like a completely different place. But as far as like in the work environment, it's I just keep that hush hush because people right. freak out. They yeah. freak out about the whole oh, he he's a Trump guy. Oh, he's right. a a Republican. You know, I talk about it on social media and stuff, and people ask me all the time, "How could you be like that? Like I never thought of you as that type of person." And I'm like, <laughs> "What type of person am what I? What type like, of person? Like, like most of the feedback has been very positive, uh, surprisingly." Like once I came out on your on your uh, interview, but like just in the workplace, it's been a it's been a tough thing to really talk about because people are so emotional. Like I could be the best director videographer, but if I'm a if I'm also a Trump supporter on the left, or if I'm if I'm a Trump supporter, it's like oh like he's good, but you know he has that little thing going on, and yeah, we don't. Want Which that is over what here. is called cancel culture. Cancel and- culture. Yeah, so I mean, would you say that cancer culture is a real thing? It's 1,000% a real thing. It's like, so since our interview has come out, I haven't necessarily directly felt the the cause or, or the, the effects. effects of cancel culture, the effects of cancel culture. Have I worked less? Yes, mm. I'll say that. Yeah. I've definitely worked less. Uh, but in God's timing, everything will be recouped. So I'm not even really tripping about it. But it's 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 a real thing, man. That that is that is wild. So, so let, let me, let's say there's a couple people listening right now. They're in that place where they're like they're they are they're wavering. I mean, what what would you mm-hmm. say is what would what advice would you give someone that's like you know I I kind of see where like I'm starting to wake up to this, but I don't really know like what yeah. are who are a couple people that you listen to for <clears throat> research, um, for a couple sure. people that have been inspirational for you to yeah. kind of get the bigger picture? Uh, so one person that was really big was Candace Owens, especially in the beginning, because I thought that woman was insane. <laughs> I thought she was, because I heard about her like when Kanye was like going through his whole thing and he was yep. coming out MAGA, and I was like, Kanye tripping right now. But uh, <laughs> as time went on, you know, I started listening to what she was actually saying. So I, just for advice, I would say, listen without trying to have a rebuttal in mind. Mm. Just just take information and dissect it and just have a dialogue. That's like the biggest thing I can tell people because the moment you say Republican or Trump or not vaccinated, you're automatically in their eyes like the bad person. Yep. And it's hard. So I always just encourage people, just have a discussion and just listen. 
But um, so so Candace Owens was a big one. Um, social media was like where I got all my news because I completely stopped trusting what I saw on TV. Um, so like David J. Harris, his stuff was incredible. Uh, just seeing that stuff last year. The Hodge Twins, uh, uh, Magda Hulk. There was a lot of people through social media that I found out about just through Instagram. And they were all black, ironically. <laughs> and, yep, yeah. and, 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 and seeing that, I think, was another big eye-opener. Like, uh, there was another guy, uh, King Face, who passed away. But yep. he was, like, a really big one for me because he wasn't, like, your typical, like, suit-and-tie black guy. He was, like, a hood dude, like, talking about, yo, Trump races. And he will show all these clips of him doing pro-black things. He's yep. like, yo, if that's racist, then I need more of that racism. I like that. For real. I'll never forget that video. <laughs> he was like, hey, if that's racist, I need that. And I was like, yeah. yo, he's a savage. He is. But yeah, it was dope. That's, that's awesome. And what, what books are you re- Are you reading any books right now? Yeah, so I'm halfway through Blackout, okay. which has been a very good book to read because like I'm, I'm already switched over. But to see the numbers and to see it, like uh, see actual stats has been really eye-opening because stats, I feel like, was one thing that always is like, oh, like like with black crime uh, or police brutality in the black community, people just say, oh, it's happening all the time. Here's another one, here's another one. But when yeah. you break down the numbers and you see it, I mean, yes, it happens, but it's nowhere near the magnitude that the media portrays it. The media portrays it all as division and it's always when a white cop kills a black cop or a, yeah. a black person. But in reality, the black on black crime is higher than even that. Yep. So it's just once you see numbers, it's it's you can't. Everything fight is it. everything is perspective, man. It's like yeah. you know, if if you watched let's say you watch I'm I'm making this analogy right now. If you watched the basketball mm-hmm. highlights of LeBron James but mm-hmm. the the I only sh- you never seen a game of LeBron James play ever play play before, and I brought mm-hmm. highlights of LeBron James to you, but I only showed you all of his misses, and all mm-hmm. of the bricks, and all like all of his turnovers, and that's all I showed you over and over and over and over again, which he has a lot. They're not I mean, yeah. not now not he he makes way better decisions than than bad decisions, but yeah. if I, if I only showed you those those couple. You know, all of those turnovers, all those misses. In your yep. mind, you're going to think that LeBron James is a horrible <laughs> yeah, basketball player. But yep. if you see the entire perspective of what, how good he really is, and you yep. saw the other perspective of which is 90, the other 90%, which is really, mm-hmm. yo, he's a baller, you yep. would not have that exact same perspective. And that's pretty exactly. much what the media has done uh, on, yep. when it comes to a, a lot of, when it comes politically, when it comes to Trump. They like they like to say, oh look what he said. He said this. He said it this way. He edited this. He said this. Yep. He said that. And then people have this, um, you know, this perspective that Trump is a racist, Republicans yep. are racist, you know, and everything. Yep. But facts don't lie. They just don't. They, they trump everything, thing. man. They trump everything, man. And the moment that's why I encourage everyone. You got to do your research. Like you have yep. to. I don't care if it's ten minutes a day. Like and For don't real. get and don't and research does not mean the mainstream media. Yeah. Mainstream, turn that crap off. Yep, because they pander to you already. No, they they really do. So I mean, but I I love what you said though. I mean, you you found a lot of your research and knowledge through social through social media. You found it through yeah. other independent sources, which is yep. really um, 
the way to go. So I, yeah. I ab- absolutely love that. Uh, so we'll do. We'll end with uh, three, three interesting questions. Number one: okay. Are you going to get the vaccine? <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> I am so good on that, bro. I'm so good. It's funny. It's funny. My, I was at uh, the church with my spiritual father a few weeks ago, and uh, he was like, "Oh, I'm so tired of this scandemic. I'm just so done." Who with said it. that? And, my, my spiritual father. He's yeah. like, I'm so over, I'm so over this scandemic, this pandemic, whatever you want to call it. And then he was like, he was like, I don't need to get a vaccine. Like, why would I get a vaccine? My my body can fight it. Plus, I have Jesus. He's like, I don't Come need on. to worry about none of this stuff. Okay. And I'm like, but but just even like uh, how quickly they were able to get a vaccine. It's like I don't I don't need I don't need it. Yeah. I'd rather have my body just fight it. <laughs> I know. I completely so. agree. Why would you put something in your body when you have a ninety-nine point nine eight percent chance of survival? Of living? It just. But again, it's it's what we go back to what we were talking about earlier. It really yeah. comes down to, um, like perspective. Everything's perspective. Yeah. The media. And again, I don't even think that for me. Like me personally, I don't get when people are like, you know, why are you anti-vax? I'm not even necessarily anti-vax. I'm anti you yeah. getting in my business. Like exactly. the moment, the moment you start segregating people through the vaccinated and not vaccinated, the people that are at yeah. risk are the unvaccinated. So exactly. who cares? That's their risk. I'm chilling. Like, yeah, I'm that's, chilling. that's on me. Exactly. It's on me. If I get sick, hey, the people that are vaccinated, you're fine. That and that exactly. really is the issue that you know the media loves to harp. Oh, anti-vaxxers, conspiracy theorists. It's like <laughs> no, we just don't want you to you know discriminate us exactly. because of medical privacy. I mean that's just. Yep. That is really what it is. Okay, number two, it's, what's your favorite? Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say it's also just been wild to see the type of uh, prizes or things you can win if you get oh the vaccine. Stuff like that right there. Like, what's your I've favorite one? Because there's some, there's some big ones. What's your favorite one? The, fun, the funniest one I saw in the beginning was if you get vaccinated, you get free donuts from Krispy Kreme like every <laughs> month or every week or something. I thought that was hilarious. But the craziest one I've seen I think it was in Washington where if you get vaccinated, you get like a free a, nug of weed or a something. Blunt. Or, yeah, a blunt. I was, I was like, where is like, it? Like, what have we come to? Literally, it's like we, we you know, insane. New York did New York did a cheeseburger and French fries. You have you know Washington that did weed. It's like, hey, we want we have donuts. We are gonna pump your body with a lot of bad food right. and also marijuana in exchange for a vaccine to get healthy. Bruh. It's like you know, and then California, Gavin Newsom yesterday they just announced that they're doing six dream vacations. Uh, all expenses paid. They're gonna do six oh a drawing. Goodness. It's just like it does it. It's like people, you gotta think. It's not yeah. nor it is not normal. You've never seen them do this ever. For the government to give away vacations and cheeseburgers yep. and lottery tickets and marijuana yep. and donuts yep. so that you can get a vaccine. Like a vaccine. there's some all, I'm not saying that I'm not getting into the conspiracy of it all. All I'm saying is something is off. And if your if your mental brain cannot like come to that awareness that this yeah. is weird, there's something going on. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying there's a conspiracy. I'm just saying, you know, there's no conspiracies, but there are no coincidences, and exactly. it is weird. It's just weird. It just. It's it like just, yo, they're, they're they're literally out here saying like if you if you get the vaccine, you'll be entered to a lottery to win a million dollars. I think that's what California was doing. Yeah. I'm like, dude, like, it's insane. It's like, 
I've never seen them do anything like that. Yep. And and they're having they're they're having a hard time getting people to come back for their second and third dose right now because and the reason why is all those side effects are crazy. It's it's coming out like yeah, and it gets even scarier when like, for instance, I posted one time a, some a story of a personal friend that I know that had a bad um, reaction to the vaccine. Instagram took it down, and now I'm shadow banned. Oh. And so it's just like it. There's something wrong when truth is being suppressed because i don't yep. care it's that was not a conspiracy that was someone that i know i know multiple yeah. people that i've had really bad reactions same. um same. and i can't po- and i can't post a story you can't go on twitter or instagram wow. or facebook and say hey this is my friend so and so and this happened and here is my her story if you do that they then they it. they will suppress it they i mean and project veritas did a leak on that with facebook and mm-hmm. if um it's just it is a scary time that we live in when yeah. you literally cannot control, um, you know, the big tech and elites and yeah. billionaires are literally in charge of what information gets out you to see. us. With, <laughs> we see that with Google. We see that with Facebook and Instagram and social media, the mainstream media. They are literally the propaganda filters that they, they allow yeah. what the mainstream, the mainstream can actually even get their eyes on, even have an opinion. So you actually have to do some, some tough work. So, um, okay, what, uh, we'll do two more questions. One, what's your favorite genre of music? I think I already know this, but what's your favorite genre? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love dance music, man. Yep. I love dance music. EDM is where I'm at, bro. EDM, I know. Yep. I, 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 need to, I need to find one of the videos. I might post it on my story <laughs> when this podcast comes out of oh you. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> JD. <DJing. laughs> JD, whenever whenever he was he was ready to party, it didn't matter where he was. He could be in my kitchen, and he would literally ha- or in the living room, and he would have fake like a fake DJ console in front of him, and he'd have his he'd act like he has his headphones. If you're on YouTube right now watching this, you're going in. <laughs> Like literally, like my desk could just be like turntables. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking to my manager over there. Man, uh, I miss it. I know. Good times. Good times. Right. Awesome. Well, I think we'll wrap it up on that, man. Seriously. Um, real quick, where can people find you on social media, website, all that good stuff? For sure. You can find me on Instagram at JD2Pictures. My website where you can find all my work, my video work photography is JD2Pictures.com. Uh, you can search JD Two Pictures anywhere. I keep everything pretty consistent. Um, JD, the number yeah. two, correct? The number two, JD yep. with the number two. Yeah. Yeah. J- JD yeah two if, if you guys ever need video work, video editing, photography, any of that, uh, definitely check out his work's incredible, and we always want to support people that are that are you know pushing the pushing the movement forward. So. Um, real quick, if Appreciate you guys it. are, of course, man, if you, real quick, if you guys are listening as well, go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com. That is where you, please submit your email so we can get in direct contact with you guys. And if you guys are loving the, the podcast and the show, uh, go ahead and hit that support tab. And any support helps. We self-fund this thing. We're trying to get the word out. Uh, JD, thank you, bro. I love you, man. Thank you. Love you, too.